An entitled grandma says that I'm going to burn in hell for not allowing her granddaughter to go down a water slide. First, some backstory. I'm a teenager working at my city pool after I switched over there temporarily because the field I work at that my city runs has no reservations. So I moved to a pool to earn money. I've only been working in the pool for a week, but I know the city rules and we don't allow really young kids down the water slide because it's a good way for young kids under four feet to get injured and the water below is only three feet, six inches tall. So it's just a recipe for disaster. Another co-worker of mine decided to ignore the rules and let anyone go, and many people go at once, which could also end up with somebody getting hurt. Me and my co-worker change places every 30 minutes to avoid sunburn, and so I don't know what exactly he does up there during his time. So things start to pop off when three kids go down the slide, and these kids have been causing trouble all day. So I give them a 10-minute timeout from the slide. After that, I see a really small child who clearly could get injured going down the slide and tell her she sadly needs to go to the bottom using the stairs. Two minutes later, her grandmother appears out of nowhere and starts screaming at me. This grandma starts yelling, Why do you think you can talk to these kids like that? I say, Ma'am, I'm not sure I understand. Then this grandma gets up in my face and says, You can't yell at kids, you sob, and my granddaughter deserves to go down that slide. I try to speak calmly as I say that no, ma'am, she can't, and it's not my rules to dictate who and who cannot go down the slide. I'm only following the rules that I was told. This did not make this grandma happy, as she said, We paid to come here, and she went down the slide before. You're hot and confused. Please, let her go. I looked at her confused and said, Ma'am, I feel fine. I'm not confused. Now, like I said before, she can't go. And also, I was not yelling at any kids. But since you brought it up, those kids have been causing problems all day. And before I could continue, she interrupts me and screams loudly, No, you're not. I've seen you yell at them for no reason, especially my granddaughter. You need God in your life, and even then, he will send you straight to hell. At this point, I'm pretty annoyed and I'm very angry, but I'm trying to hide it. I say, ma'am, please leave the slide. I repeated this like 20 times, all while she yelled at me about some stupid religious stuff and just shoving it in my face. She goes on to say, let me see your manager so I can get you fired. You belong in hell, you sob. To this day, I still don't know what a sob is. And at this point, she leaves and gets my manager. But luckily, my manager takes my side, so I'm not in trouble. And although she gave me a headache, I don't have to deal with her again. And I think she got kicked out of the pool for the rest of the summer. The other co-worker is now mad at me because I was doing what I believe was right and making sure no one got hurt. Thankfully, though, I'm leaving this job soon and going back to my other job because crazy people like this are honestly just not worth the time. This is just absolutely crazy to me because I didn't know that doing your job and protecting the guests at a water park could make you go to hell. That is definitely a new one for me. But all jokes aside, people who act like this are just absolutely psychotic. It's one thing to have your own personal beliefs and to live by those beliefs like nobody's going to blame you for that. But to then force it on somebody else and pretend like, oh, because I didn't get my way, you're now going to my version of hell. When in reality, we're already there because you're screaming at me. Thankfully, though, it looks like karma came through and this lady had to leave which is honestly fantastic for everybody else at that water park because honestly, nobody really wants to deal with some crazy old grandma who's condemning people to hell all because she doesn't get what she wants. I'm afraid of telling my boyfriend that I'm going to be homeless soon and I honestly don't know what to do. My boyfriend is 27 years old and I'm 30. We have been together for almost two years but now he lives
lives about two hours from me, so we don't get to see each other super often. I was recently made homeless by my landlord. It's a long story, so I won't explain it, but there are very few apartments in my area that are affordable, and I can't afford $1,200 rent, so my options are very limited. I searched for an entire month while I had time, but never found anything. So as of right now, it looks like I'll either be living out of my car or in a shelter. I don't even know if the shelter has room right now, so I'm thinking I may be living out of my car, which is not ideal. My plan was to tell my boyfriend I was staying with a friend and just park in an apartment complex's parking lot when I slept at night so my location would say that I'm staying there at least. I don't want to tell him the full situation because I'm afraid of him judging me. Also, he doesn't want me to move out to him because he feels like it isn't the right time, so staying with him is absolutely not an option and I wouldn't ask. I'm afraid if he finds out, he'll be mad that I'm lying. I just don't know what else to do. This is such a dire situation. What should I do? I think you should be honest with your boyfriend. If he's really your boyfriend, then there's no reason you can't tell him. I honestly think lying to your boyfriend is the wrong move. And I really don't think there's any real legitimate reason why you can't tell him. If he is a loving individual and your boyfriend, then you should be able to talk to him. I mean, you have been together for two years. To not trust someone after that long in the middle of a major crisis in your life is not a good sign. And it brings up some red flags. I mean, how reliable is this relationship? If he actually breaks up with you because you say, hey, I'm about to be homeless, then he's a piece of garbage anyways. If he really loved and cared about you, then he would do what it takes to try and help you out. He's supposed to be your shoulder to lean on. And if he really cares for you, then he'll be there for you in the tough situations as well as the good times. He may have other options for you that you might not be aware of. Maybe there's somebody that needs a roommate and you never know. You could very easily scoot in and have a new place to live. But not telling him is definitely not an option in my opinion. But worst of all, lying would just definitely ruin the relationship and put a rift between you two. And I don't think you want that, nor do you need that. My boyfriend won't get vaccinated, even though I'm immunocompromised, and I don't know if I should stay with him. As the title states, I'm immunocompromised, and I got very sick from a circulating virus. I get daily fevers, extreme fatigue, headaches, and weight loss. I am still dealing with this six months later. I'm on disability, and it's all been made worse from getting it a second time a few weeks ago. My boyfriend works in tourism and is constantly exposed to illnesses. In fact, he got it the same time I did and was extremely ill with a severe lung infection. We live in a remote area where it is impossible to get available protection. All of last year, he could have flown to the U.S. to get it, but he did not. Now, there's a travel ban, and I don't know what to do in that regard. Currently, we are living in France, visiting his family, and he could have gotten both shots if he got the first one right away. But we've been here for a week, and he hasn't gotten it. I've brought it up several times in different ways, out of concern for my health, out of concern for his health, for the health of loved ones around him. He said he would get the vaccine when he could. When we arrived here in France, I tried to gently bring it up again, and he lost his temper with me and told me to leave it alone. If he doesn't get the available protection, I'm considering ending the relationship, even though I love him very deeply. We have been planning to be together for the long term, but I don't know if I can be with someone whose daily job puts them at risk for illness, all because of how sick it has made me. I spent most of this year in bed exhausted and sick, and to top it all off, 
I am an extremely active person under normal circumstances, and I am honestly terrified that this might happen again and again. What should I do? In my opinion, this is a big red flag. This guy deals with tourists from all over the world, and he's not vaccinated to try and help protect himself or you. And I think it's safe to say that he does know that you're immunocompromised. So getting sick is very easy for you, which really makes it seem like he's not getting this vaccine because he doesn't want to and he just doesn't care, which is really not okay. If he loved you, he would get this vaccine so he can prevent you from getting sick. For context, both of these people are in their late 30s, if not early 40s. So it's not like he can't be educated on this subject matter and see the benefits that'll be provided to him as well as his girlfriend. With all things considered, I really don't think it's an irrational thing to say, hey, I might need to step away from this relationship if he's not willing to take the steps to protect me. Like, this is not some casual thing. This is a life-threatening situation for you. And if he is not taking that seriously, just imagine your life married together potentially in the future. What else is he not going to take seriously and completely disregard? Is he only going to care about your health when you're in the hospital and wish he had done something sooner if you get sick? That's unacceptable in my opinion. So yeah, I think you definitely need to have another conversation with him. And depending on how that goes, I think your plan of leaving him might be something to consider because your health is very important. And the last thing you want to do is compromise that with someone who just simply doesn't care. My dad is incredibly toxic, but my mom is completely oblivious to it. And I don't know what to do. For context, today is my birthday and my mom and I prepared everything for the guests later on. Also important to note is that my mom just got back from the hospital on Sunday and needs to take a lot of breaks in order to get things done. I too am handicapped at the moment due to a surgery on my wrist, so things for me right now are also a little tricky. My father came home from work, wished me a happy birthday, and went downstairs. But only short after that, he barged back into the living room where my mom and I were relaxing after spending the entire morning and afternoon setting things up and getting things prepared. He started off by telling us that he told my younger sister that it's important to really cut down cardboard boxes, so they fit into the bin. He then accused my mom of being lazy for not cutting down the boxes, even though she is clearly the only one who does the most cleaning and cooking, all while he sits on his butt after work and doesn't even lift a finger to help her. He then said something along the lines like, why didn't you do it? Are you too lazy or something? Nothing gets done around here and I'm sick of it. Then he barged back outside and probably left. As a side note, this is not the first time something like this has happened. Every time I get into an argument with my father, he belittles me and in general says some really hurtful things. He is also the reason, by the way, that my older sister cut contact to my father a couple of years ago. And honestly, I just don't blame her. But my mom always comforts me after such an argument and mostly tells me that for living with my father, you need to have a thick skin. My mom really needs harmony and does everything to prevent fights and arguments. But I am honestly at such a loss here, and I don't know what to do. Since divorce is not an option for my mom, and the rest of the family is just not around because of him. What should I do? It seems like this is something your mom has been putting up with for a very long time, and she made the choice a long time ago to put up with such a toxic person who's clearly harming pretty much everyone 
around him, but she can't fess up to it and own up to it. Like, this really seems like an abusive relationship. And unfortunately, you really can't change anything at this point. The original poster in this situation is 23 years old, and that's a long time for someone to be married to somebody and willingly allowing yourself to be put through that. It's such a shame, and honestly, your mom doesn't deserve this. From what you've described, it sounds like your mom is a really nice lady. She just unfortunately has a husband who's very toxic and can fly off the handle pretty quickly from what it sounds like. This also leads me to believe that she's doing this and allowing this behavior to happen as a survival instinct. She's most likely financially dependent on this man, and so if she did cut him off, she really would not have anywhere to go. It's not a good excuse for the dad acting like this, and she really should have stood up for herself, I don't know, 20 plus years ago, but it's almost at a point where it's too late, and there's nothing that she can do about it. But you can. You're not in the same situation. You do have a choice. And I think it's really important moving forward that when you have your own family, you don't have to act like that. So I would honestly hold on to that idea that, yeah, things suck right now, but eventually you will be able to get away from him and have your own life. Because this type of toxic behavior can very much be generational and if you can help it you can try and make a difference and stop it with you and not carry it on to your future children because they don't deserve that in their life and neither do you my girlfriend of six months ghosted me and cheated on me publicly and I couldn't be more embarrassed I was dating this girl for around six months and it seemed like everything was going really well we had met each other's friends spent time together every weekend we went on cute dates talked about our future plans together the works we generally texted back and forth throughout the day and the conversation always flowed effortlessly. We had a huge amount of time invested in one another and I think I might have loved her. However, this weekend she abruptly stopped replying over text messaging, but kept sending me decorated selfies on Snapchat. I see now these were probably intended for someone else, but she was sending them to me too for some extra attention. We didn't speak for two days until she simply asked me how my morning was yesterday. I replied normally, but didn't hear anything back from her for the rest of the day. Well, that night she uploaded herself on a date with another guy, knowing full well that I would see it. The low blow is she had originally planned the same date with me for that night. The lower blow is she knows this week I have some serious medical tests and I'm already an anxious wreck and proceeded anyway with her actions. I wrote her off completely and had to set my phone down and leave the room to avoid losing it and giving her a reaction. To add insult to injury, she messaged me again this morning, replying to my text message from yesterday. I just deleted her off of everything. It honestly just felt like some kind of taunt. This all feels like a really bad dream. I've never had someone show such blatant disrespect to me before. There was no issues leading up to this either, and she seemed really nice in every aspect. There was no slow fade off or any suspicious actions, and I think that's what makes this hurt so much. There was no sign to show me that this was going to happen. I'm honestly so embarrassed and so hurt over this. I just don't know what to do. This is absolutely devastating. I am so sorry for the original poster, but you definitely dodge a psychopath. You spent six months getting to know this girl, and then she blatantly cheats on you in front of everybody, and especially so that you would see it. And even worse, nothing 
could have predicted this. At least you found out who she really is six months in. Can you imagine what it would have been like if you spent six years with this lady and then suddenly she turns out to be a complete nut job? So honestly, just consider her a giant piece of garbage and doing you a solid favor. I would block her on everything and go live your life because you're going to be so much happier without some absolute sociopath pretending to be your girlfriend only to then cheat on you behind your back as well as in the public eye. You can do so much better than that. My husband of five years left me out of the blue and moved to another state. Now he wants to come back and I'm not sure what to do. My husband left me in shambles, left all of the animals on me and took only the most convenient easy dog that we have. He took a car that is under my name, took all his expensive video game systems and his devices paid for by yours truly, didn't give me the half of the savings account that I asked him for, and he left most of the bills on me. He left a lease that he signed with me. He left because he said he was miserable and that I was monotonous. He quit his new job and moved into his father's state. He consulted a lawyer behind my back to discuss divorce options from that state. He really didn't give me a good reason and didn't want to work on anything. The guy hasn't been able to keep a steady job for two years now, and shady things have come to light involving a previous female co-worker of his, as well as other women. I made 75% of the money in the house at the time and was basically supporting him. I really feel like he used me. It took over a month for the heartbreak to subside a bit and for normalcy to return. During that time, I have rearranged my entire house and gotten rid of all of his things. I've saged my house, did anything necessary to expunge his aura, especially from my personal space. He was very angry, bitter, and a resentful man. Never wanted to better himself. In fact, once I was out of grad school, he decided he didn't need to progress himself any further with education or his career. All he did was make music for his solo band, which never gained any traction. He also isolated me from my family. And now with all of this at my feet, he wants to come back. He says it was all a mistake and he didn't know why he made the decision that he did. He said it was only to make me happy because nothing he did seemed to make me happy. Things were not good for a while, and he rode on my back the whole time. He burned bridges with many people because he just didn't want to work. He financially abused me for years. I was naive and stupid and signed off on so many car loans for him. I don't know why he can't just leave me alone. He sends me emotional messages saying he's extremely depressed in a dark place and doesn't know what he's going to do and all this and that. And I feel bad. But when I was crying as he was leaving, he didn't care to talk or explain himself. He was too busy thinking about what he could possibly offer the next young college girl he meets. And this is because he is a bum and can't do anything for them but offer them his body, his words, not mine. He has gotten more religious too, apparently, saying that we should have known God together or whatever that means. I will never take him back. Do I just cut off all contact with him, even with things pending like bills or even a divorce? He has walked off on me before I took him back. Do I owe him anything anymore? What should I do? You don't owe him anything anymore. And legitimately, all contacts should be done through attorneys. And I don't care how sad he is. This man left you on the side of the road and he does not care about you in the slightest. He is trying to emotionally manipulate you and get it so you can bring him back in. Because chances are, I'm willing to bet he has no place to go. 
and all the people he thought he could just sleep around with have probably kicked him to the curb, similar to what he did to you. And you don't need that in your life. You don't owe him a single thing. I would personally, if I was in your shoes, block all contact, get a lawyer, and call it good. And if he keeps contacting you, let your attorney know. This is just straight up harassment at this point, and honestly, you do not need this in your life. Today, I messed up by flooding my basement and desperately trying to figure out how to turn the water off. I was barely on time. Here's what happened. Yesterday, I messed up bad. It started off like a normal Tuesday. I made coffee, let the dogs out, and went to water my garden before the sun came up. I put some headphones in, and I moved the hose into position. I turn on the water, and after a moment, no water came out. I go to the spigot, and I hear running water. The water line in my crawl space for the outdoor hose must have broke. I can hear gallons just pouring out in the crawl space by the bucket load. I wish I had a Nest camera planted to capture the instant chaos of a 300-pound man bursting into a crawl space, just like the Kool-Aid man. clamoring over tubs of Christmas decorations, camping gear, yard sale fodder, and seasonal decor haphazardly stacked in no coherent path to navigate around while sliding all over the plastic vapor barrier, which is on an incline covered in cobwebs. I manically repeated the phrase, I can't shut it off, in between panic breathing for what felt like an eternity. I make it to the burst pipe and I get blasted looking for a valve anywhere to stop this water. For context, we use a well. And I thought there has to be a valve down there to stop the water from the pump. But there was no valve. And I was super pissed when I found this out. After a moment of clarity while getting an impromptu shower in my crawl space, I finally thought to kill the power to the pump. I emerged from the basement soaked head to toe and covered in absolute filth from the home's dirt, dust, and ickiness. I fly like the gods to my power box and kill the power to the water pump. And then thankfully, the water stops. I catch my breath as my wife consoles me and I go inside to clean up. But oh wait, that's right, we don't have any water right now. So I decided I'll just have a seat and finish my coffee. And now we're stuck figuring out how to fix this busted pipe. What an absolute nightmare. I can confidently say that if I was in that situation, I would not know what to do. Hopefully if I lived in that kind of house, I would know what to do, but just from what you've described, I would be absolutely in trouble. So now would probably be a good time to figure out how to turn off the water in your house, just in case a pipe burst. Because if you don't know, you very well could flood your basement or the entirety of your house. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.